Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Welcome to Text Talk. We're so glad that you've tuned in this week. Looking at Acts chapter 28, it is the concluding list of conversations dealing with the book of Acts and season one on Text Talk. We hope that you'll be with us as we begin season two on monday looking at the psalms let people know about text talk subscribe give us a review send us an email about what you're reading in the word of god text talk at christiansmeethere.org i do just need to respond we received one question do you, if you've already subscribed once we start season two do you have to subscribe again no no of course if you are subscribed to text talk once we move into the new season it will come directly to you there's no need to subscribe again but you probably want to find some other people to subscribe. So get that get that message out to them as well. We're going to be starting the Psalms on Monday. Looking forward to it. But let's talk about Acts 28. Edwin, what's our reading today? We're going to begin in verse 17. We're going to go all the way to verse 22. This is the English Standard Version. After three days, he called together the local leaders of the Jews. And when they had gathered, he said to them, Brothers, Though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. When they had examined me, they wished to set me at liberty because there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. But because the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to Caesar, though I had no charge to bring against my nation. For this reason, therefore, I have asked to see you and speak with you, since it is because of the hope of Israel that I am wearing this chain. And they said to him, We have received no letters from Judea about you, and none of the brothers coming here has reported or spoken any evil about you. But we desire to hear from you what your views are, for with regard to this sect we know that everywhere it is spoken against. So it's real. there's a few things to talk about here. Um, Maybe one of the things I'm just going to kind of back up and, and remind everyone. So in our talk yesterday, we made it to Rome, all these travels and travails, and yet uh, the Apostle Paul was greatly encouraged by the brethren. So this was an interesting little tidbit too, uh, and that is that when he gets to Rome, we're told in verse 16 that all of the prisoners, and I have to remind myself, okay, so there was actually some criminals too, <laughs> but all of the prisoners are handed from the centurion over to the captain uh, of the guard. But Paul was permitted to dwell by himself with the soldier who guarded him. And so it it appears to be this um, house arrest kind of situation. Uh, he wasn't allowed to just go anywhere because uh, he had a guard with him and he's got this chain to deal with. But uh, it's not into the dungeons. At the end of the book, in, in fact, the very last couple of verses, I, the ESV worded it in a way that I'd never thought about it before. And I, I know we'll get to this at the end of the week, but in verse 30, he says, he lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcome all who came to him. I think other translations say in his own hired house yeah, or, or something rented like that. House. Rented house. Rented is house. Is that what says? Uh-huh, yeah. And so having read the other translations, it, it never hit me what that meant, the hired house or the rented house. Here's the prisoner. Mm-hmm. He's having to pay for where he's living mm-hmm. at his own expense. It is a house arrest, but he doesn't get to go to work. No. And so now we can perhaps understand his gratitude when he writes the Philippian letter about yeah. that church who were helping him in his need. Because here he is unable to go make tents. Yeah. 
to try to support himself, right. and and they've been helping him. So, yeah, and and you would uh, guess that when that money runs out, maybe then it is to the dungeons or a much more difficult situation. I think probably so. Yeah. So 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 he's awaiting trial. He's awaiting trial, and the wheels of justice turn slowly. I guess always. But I'll tell you what is really something to me. He's got to go and have this trial. And, and who exactly is the accuser here? Like, who's the plaintiff he's got to be a defendant against? Well, Tertullus. Or Tertullus. However we said that. Where's Tertullus, that guy? Tertullus. Yeah, the, the slimy lawyer, right? From, <laughs> from Jerusalem. He's probably back chasing ambulances. <laughs> chasing ambulance rickracks or something. <laughs> with, rickshaws. With, rickshaws with, around Jerusalem. With all due respect to our lawyer friends. Yeah, I mean, they're great. Everybody ha- tells lawyer jokes until you need one. That's what That's I've exactly heard. Right. <laughs> like exactly right. Like the best right. people on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tertullus, Tertullus, however we're pronouncing that, we've said it both ways, really the epitome of slimy. He does seem to be, uh, you know, he's and, he's an orator for hire. We'll and lawyers that. in that day were a little bit different than today. We're, we're not just talking about guys who are for hire to run cases and lawsuits. We're talking about people who um, were hired specifically for their oration ability Yeah, and to, to make this presentation at, at these courts of law. And often it was folks who were very well versed in the law of Moses as well. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so moving on, he's nowhere to be found well, not and he hasn't that. even written a letter. Yeah. Yeah, so look at look at the contrast here. Somehow word has made it to the Christians in Rome that Paul's coming, and he's coming in chains, and they're leaving town. They're heading 40 miles south to meet him all along the way. But no word has gotten to the Jewish community, or the strictly Jewish community, that Paul's coming, that there's been charges, there's going to be a trial. Um, what a difference. What a strange difference. And so when, when it comes to speak to the Jewish community, which I also think is a, a bold move because it's the leaders of the Jews that really are behind all of this difficulty in a trip to Rome at, at this time. They want to know, who are you? What's going on? We haven't heard anything about this. Well, I, I do want to give these guys props, though. I, I know most of the time we talk about the rejection, and I know these guys are ultimately going, or most Some, of them are ultimately yeah. going to reject the message that Paul gives. But I am impressed by the fact that that this sect, and of course, you know, just like we couldn't show a map the other day, you can't see my air, air quotes. quotes. You do a lot of air quotes, I do a by lot the of way. Quotes. Yeah, I know. This sect... Um, is spoken against everywhere, but they want to hear Paul's opinion about it. They're, they're willing to at least listen. So I want to give them those props that they're 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 willing to at least listen. Oh yeah, I mean I, that's very fair, and and I don't mean to cast a bad light on this community of of uh, Roman Jews. Really, I I guess what I find perplexing is that the Jewish community back in Jerusalem in the Sanhedrin and. They didn't put the word out. That they didn't warn these Jews that this in Rome that Paul's coming your way. I, I just find it odd. I guess there's maybe one of two things here. Either one, think about Paul getting there and, and getting shipwrecked. Yeah. And I guess it's just possible that any messages they sent well, went the same yeah, way, and true. and that shipwreck didn't survive. Yeah. Or. The other thing that's possible, as far as they were concerned, well, if he's gone to Rome, he's out of our hair. He's not going to be impacting us anymore. Yeah. There, there may have been that thought that it was resolved and dealt with. In well, any event, that they be. haven't heard anything. Yeah. But they want to hear him because they know he's become a part of this this group that they're calling a sect. sect. Hey, you know, thinking about Which what we said. Which goes back to Tertullus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who called it the 
sect of the Nazarene. And I, I guess I just want to tie together with what we said on Monday. I imagine Paul also told these people, I'm not a part of a sect. Sure. Just like he did when Tertullus said the sect of the Nazarenes. But did you catch what is repeated? He goes back to this hope, this hope of Israel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Verse 20. For this reason, therefore, I have called for you to see you and speak with you because for the hope of Israel, I am bound with the chain. The hope of Israel. Which is? The gospel is to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The hope of Israel is the resurrection and particularly the Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, the resurrection, the resurrection of Jesus, which has um, uh, foretold is not the right word, but foreshadowed, has pointed forward to the resurrection of all those who belong to Jesus. It's the first fruit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the hope. I'm really, hey guys, this, this thing you're calling a sect which is pejorative, Mm -hmm. this thing that you're calling a sect, which is looking down on it, I'm just telling you, this group of people are truly hanging on to the very original hope Mm -hmm. that God had given to our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that's the hope of life. The hope of life coming from that which is dead, the hope of the resurrection. You know, even as we're talking about this, it occurs to me that the Apostle Paul knew he was going to be in Rome because of a vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are going to be my witness in Rome. And to come to Rome and find that the accusers have not preceded him, um, you know, that there's not this hotbed of contention against him in the Jewish community, uh, leads one to say, well, well, why am I here? Well, because the Lord said I would be here. This is about the will of the Lord being accomplished and not uh, not the uh, fervor or the persecution of the Jews. And within just a few time. days, I'm going to get started on why I'm here in Rome to get yeah. this gospel to more people. And he and what does he do? He does, even though he is has come to Rome in chains, he basically does in Rome what he has done everywhere. Where does he start? Yeah, it starts with the Jewish community. Start with, with the Jewish community. He doesn't get to go to the synagogue. Yeah, because he's under house arrest. No, but they're and willing. It, they're willing to come. They come to him, and he speaks to them. And he's he's put this case before him. I'd love to speak with you. So they set up a time and they get together. But I, what I, what what's really catching my attention is this sect spoken against everywhere. Okay, so the word has come to Rome before the apostle Paul. There's a church in Rome, a religious movement which uh, they're using the word sect to describe right now, pejorative, as you mentioned a moment ago. And yet it is not popular. It must not be popular there. The Jews are aware it's not popular anywhere. It is spoken against everywhere now, whether that's by just Jews in this season or even other uh, groups persecuting, like we saw in Ephesus, that there is a uh, pushback to this religious doctrine. And and I I just... Can I can I notice the the humor, the the how rich well, I, it is, how cheeky it is of these Jews to talk about how Christianity is the sect spoken against everywhere when these guys had all just been kicked out of Rome just a few <laughs> years earlier and and had been able to kind of slide back in after some time. Yeah. But it's not like Judaism itself was just really popular in the Roman no, world. No, but it, but it just goes to show that in every group, no matter how bad that group takes it, you know, they're always happy to find another group who's got it a little bit worse. You guys are worse than us. I mean, you're spoken against everywhere. We just yeah. got kicked out of Rome, but right. you're spoken against 
every, yeah. everywhere. It's like growing up in Indiana. All the jokes were about Kentucky. <laughs> and then I met and in some, Kentucky. And I met some people from Kentucky. They're like, well, I know that joke, but the punchline was Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> And on we go on all the way go. around the country. That's yeah, exactly it's, that, right. it's that same idea. Until it, ultimately it's Arkansas. But, <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> I know you're Hey, buddy. Uh, so as we, as we consider this, I guess I just want to remind myself and, uh, and, and you and, and everyone who's just kind of listening in to us chat about this. I know that uh, I have this idea that when we do what's right, everybody's going to like us. Well, but our... Our sect, air quotes, our group, the folks who are abiding by the truth of Jesus Christ, and even though what we are proclaiming is the hope of life mm-hmm. and resurrection, mm-hmm. Andrew, even people are going to speak against it. Mm-hmm. It's important to remember and understand if they were going to walk in the path of the Lord Jesus Christ in the footsteps of the apostles like the Apostle Paul, we're going to get what they got. Mm-hmm. Recently, I was involved in a Bible class, and it's it's actually a class that you're normally teaching, but you were off with another congregation on this particular night preaching somewhere else. So um, our buddy Jackson Cook was teaching. He, I he remember back. that guy. Yeah, what great he guy. Like, he did, he did like, a great job he, with the class. But yeah. one of the questions had something to do with we were in the Sermon on the Mount, and uh-huh. one of the questions was about the narrow way and the broad way, yeah. and how do you know when you're on the narrow way? And one yeah. of the things that came up in the conversation, which was somewhat frightening, was remembering that the way the whole Sermon on the Mount began was with this list of Beatitudes, and the last one was, blessed are you when people revile you Mm -hmm. and persecute you Mm -hmm. and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Uh, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Here's this statement, and one of the things that came out in our discussion is, how do you know you're on the narrow way? When people don't like you. Oh, when there's persecution. We're not trying to make people not like us, but one of the signs that we're on the Broadway is when everybody's okay with us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so this this idea that we want to conduct our discipleship in a way that nobody's going to get upset about, that's that's not the way of Jesus Christ. I mean, remember, that the way Jesus the way. walked, where did it lead him? Yeah, to Calvary and to the cross. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to be prepared to take up our cross daily and follow him. So here's the Apostle Paul clarifying. You may have heard of a sect, and it is spoken everywhere against, but it is the way, and it is the kingdom of God. I know we're going to be talking about more on that in a future episode. But for right now, why don't we bow and have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for uh, grounding us again by your truth. To understand that who we are in Christ means that, Father, we want to have friendship with you. Friendship with you may bring about enmity with the world, but Father, help us to cling to you, to be a true friend and walk in your way and light today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day.